Well, hello there, grown-ups. Did you know that we depend on your generosity and support to keep making Bust or Trust? If you subscribe and support Bust or Trust on Patreon or Apple Podcasts, you'll get access to lots of lovely extras like weekly subscriber bonus episodes with extra evidence, ad-free listening and early access to all our episodes. More to come soon. To support Bust or Trust, just click subscribe in Apple Podcasts or visit patreon.com forward slash Bust or Trust podcast. Or for more information, visit our website at bustortrust.com. Can you unravel the world's greatest mysteries? Can you explain the unexplained and find the pieces to the most puzzling cases? Or are you the beast of Bodmin more and would like to know how to have a calmer life and Bodmin less? Oh, Tiernan, there is no beast of Bodmin more. Isn't there? Are you a myth buster? Or a myth truster? I'm Tiernan. And I'm Athena. Welcome to Bust or Trust. A kids mystery podcast. And, and we, we are, are the Busters or Trusters. We look into strange stories from around the world. No mystery is too big for us. Monsters, ghosts and all types of the unexplained. Like, just what is the point of toenails? Because think about how weird toes would look without them. Uh, yeah, good point. We dive into all the evidence we can find and present all the facts, figures and testimonies. Then it's up to you, our chief detective. You'll work out what it all means and make up your own mind. Is our case watertight or not quite right? Hmm. Are you a mythbuster like me? Because things aren't always what they seem. Or are you a myth truster like me? Because things aren't always what they seem. Uh, hey, that's my line. Yeah, but it also works as my line. Like, these things that seem normal might not be normal. No, get your own. Hands off my line. Sharing is caring, Athena. Sharing is caring. We'll tell you at the end of the show just how to get in touch, and you can let us know if you're on Team Buster or the best one, Team Truster. We'll also hear from you, our chief detectives, and your thoughts on the previous cases. So stay tuned. But until then, make sure you take notes, pay attention to all the information and start putting together your case. The Case. What are you reading, Tiernan? It looks interesting. Oh, uh, it's just a brochure for living on Mars. I thought I'd have a look before we got into this episode. We're talking about life on Mars, not you living on Mars, aren't we? Plus, I'm not sure anyone's able to do that just yet. Well, there would definitely be life on Mars if I moved there. And no, you can't live there yet, but... Maybe one day. I'm not sure about it, though. It says here it's spacious and quiet, but it looks very dusty. Oh, you'd have to hoover all the time. Exactly. And plus, how could it be that quiet and spacious when there's all those aliens there busying about? Uh, I don't think there's all those aliens there, Tiernan. Well, that is where the term Martian comes from, uh, isn't it? Uh, hey, I do the facts. And maybe we should let our chief detective decide if there is already life on Mars or not. You know, before you move there. Ah, oh, great idea. Do you have any other facts about Mars, Athena? You know, apart from the one I've already ruined? Of course I do. Mars is the fourth planet in our solar system and the farthest terrestrial planet from the Sun. That means it's mostly made up of rocks or metals. The other three terrestrial planets are Mercury, Venus and, of course, Earth. Even though Mars is known as the red planet due to its colour, it's actually freezing cold because it's 50 million miles further away from the Sun than the Earth is. The red is due to all the iron oxide dust in its soil. 
One year on Mars is 687 days, so the same as almost two Earth years. Wow, I'd be so much younger if I lived on Mars. OK, I'm now considering living there again. Yeah, but imagine how long you'd have to wait for a birthday. It's long been speculated whether or not anything could live on Mars, as apart from Earth, it's the only other planet in the solar system that comes close to having the right conditions. But it would still be tricky for anything to survive there, not only due to the cold, but also due to the lack of oxygen, low gravity and tough, dusty conditions. As you spoiled earlier... Sorry. So you should be. The term Martian refers to someone or something from Mars, and it has often been the home of alien invaders in a number of stories, films and radio, including most famously Orson Welles' War of the Worlds. And as many of our chief detectives grown-ups will know, there is the singer David Bowie song Life on Mars, which is actually about a girl going to a cinema. But, Chief Detectives, we have got some exciting evidence that will help you decide if there is life on Mars. Or if there isn't. So, Tiernan, let's rock it straight to piece of evidence number one, please. First piece of evidence. The first piece of evidence is the face on Mars. In 1976, the Viking 1 orbiter, one of the first NASA spacecraft sent to Mars, sent back an image of what looks like a big humanoid face. It's in an area of the planet known as Cydonia, which has a number of small bumpy hills. One of these, as captured by the Viking 1, is about two kilometres long, so the size of a large shopping centre, and clearly has what looks like eyes and a mouth sculpted out of the hill. Some commentators say this is evidence of a long-lost alien civilization. OK, Tiernan, I know this first piece of evidence is quite fun. I mean, a giant face on Mars. Who doesn't like the sound of that? But it's very much thought to have been a combination of a trick of the light when the Viking one took the picture and something called pareidolia. That's a tendency we have as human beings to see faces in things. You know, how people do with clouds or trees. There's actually quite a few places on Mars that people have done this to, like the Gala Crater, which looks just like a smiley emoji, or another crater that looks very similar to Kermit the Frog. Kermit's from Mars? That really changes the idea of, oh, little green people, doesn't it? OK, but I can see what you're saying, Athena, and the harsh Mars weather has eroded and worn away the face on Mars a lot since that first image. So it doesn't really look like a face anymore. But we also don't know for sure that it wasn't, at some point, a structure made by Martians. You're right. We don't know for sure. But, well, scientists are pretty certain it was a naturally made formation, which means it's a rock that just looks like a face. If there is life on Mars, it almost certainly didn't build that big rock face, and they aren't likely to be fans of the Muppets. Well, that's their loss. And even if that Mars face isn't solid proof of life on the red planet, our next piece of evidence is a lot more scientific. Second piece of evidence. OK, for our second piece of evidence, how's about the discovery of water on Mars? In November of 2011, NASA launched the Curiosity rover, a car-sized vehicle designed to roam around the surface of Mars. In August 2012, it landed on the Red Planet and began to explore, beaming back video footage to NASA's scientists on Earth. The rover has helped to really teach us a lot about the planet, but perhaps its biggest discovery was finding evidence that Mars had water. It first found that the soil on Mars's surface was 2% water and has since sent back evidence of places where it's assumed there used to be lakes and streams. 
Just this year, the Curiosity rover beamed footage and data to NASA of what was once a huge ancient lake beneath an enormous mountain called Mountain Sharp. Curiosity project scientist at NASA, Ashwin Vasavada, said, This is the best evidence of water and waves that we've seen in the entire mission. We climbed through thousands of feet of lake deposits and never saw evidence like this. And now we found it in a place we expected to be dry. This is more like it. Much better than a rock face. But while it is really fascinating knowing that Mars once had water, it doesn't mean that it's able to support life now. Or ever did. Also, biologists say liquid water is only one of the key factors to a planet hosting life, or life as we know it. And there's no evidence it was liquid water either. With the planet's freezing temperatures, it could have just all been ice, which is much harder to live on. So you mean it could have only hosted aliens that liked having ice-cold drinks? Well, that's a shame, as with those temperatures, they'd probably need a hot chocolate. But this was a groundbreaking discovery, and knowing there was water on Mars really opens up the possibilities of what could have been there. It might have once had water on its surface, but now all that water has disappeared or at least isn't in liquid form anymore, which makes it pretty hard for any life that might need it to survive. Well, that depends on what kind of life we're talking about, which leads me to our third piece of evidence. Third piece of evidence. The fact that life on Mars could be living underground. We, and by we, I mean NASA and their many incredible spacecraft and rover vehicles, have only explored a very small amount of Mars so far. There are suggestions that if life does exist on Mars, it may be deeper underground where it's warmer and isn't affected by radiation on the surface. Scientist Boris Sauteret used several different computer simulations to work out what Mars's atmosphere would have been like in the past. It showed them that Mars was very likely habitable many years ago and that life could well have moved further into the planet to survive as it changed. Again, that's fascinating, but we can't really call it evidence when it's just what might have happened. Nothing's been discovered yet and may not be for many years. OK, but let me finish, because one thing that was discovered, again by the Curiosity rover, was a lot of methane gas. Huh? Fart gas? Uh, exactly. Methane gas is a possible sign of life because, well, you can probably guess farts. And it can also be produced by microbes, which are tiny living things like germs and bacteria. In 2019, the rover found the largest amount ever discovered on Mars. It could be microbes, but it could also be part of the geology, which is what you call the rocky structure of a planet. Methane gas could come from erupting gas geysers, or, you know, maybe rover just had too many beans and wanted to blame the farts on something else. Yeah, I did wonder. I actually really like the idea that there's life on Mars and it's really underground, you know? Hiding away, just producing methane and getting on with things. Yeah, me too. If they are hidden down there, I wonder what they'd be up to. I'm guessing it would be a very different life to ours. Are you a methane buster? Or a methane truster? I'm Tina Knox. And I'm Arthur Gong. Welcome to Mars or Trust. A Martian's mystery podcast. And, and we, we are, are the Busters or Trusters. This week, Chef Detectives, we are doing asking... Is there life on Earth? Good question, Athargal. Do you have Earth facts? Yes, it's round with green bits 
some not nice watery bits and it's horrible warm i don't like it makes me feel sick there's lots of films and books about earth too like earth and oh no i got stuck on earth and i lost all my methane sounds awful yes it is do you have any evidence for earth life oh yes our little earth rover sent back pictures of odd creatures on two legs who go around doing strange things like stare at small screens eat green stuffs, walk other small creatures on four legs, or using scissors, to name a few. All very weird. Pardon me, I should have said, do you have any evidence for the intelligent Earth life? Absolutely zero. If they were intelligent, they would hide underground like us and just release methane all day long. They really are wasting their very short years. Next time on Mars or Trust, a Martian's mystery podcast. Why is Mars Rover such an awful pet? Yes, it won't even fetch the dusty rocks we throw for it to get. Ugh, Earth, make awful pets. Terrible. Ugh, that smell. Was that you? Always. Uh, and it was me too. <laughs> well, that was weird. And they were very rude about us. Yes, they were. And I have to say, I think our Earth Battle Trust is much better, even if not all your evidence is actually evidence. Hmm. Well, speaking of that, shall we recap all the evidence for the listeners so they can decide whether they think there is life on Mars? Let's do it. Evidence Recap. Our first piece of evidence is the face on Mars, which looks like a humanoid face on a mound that could have been built by ancient Martian civilizations. Except nearly all scientists now agree that it was a trick of the light when the Viking 1 spacecraft took the picture, and also humans love seeing faces in things. Our second piece of evidence is the discovery by the Mars Curiosity rover that there was water on Mars. But there isn't now, at least not in liquid form. So, even if it meant life existed there at one point, it doesn't mean it does now. And the third piece of evidence is the theory that life on Mars could be living underground. But this is just a theory at the moment, as there's no way to explore if it's true or not. So now we're handing it over to you, Chief Detectives. What do you think? Are you a life on Mars myth buster? Or a life on Mars myth truster? We want to hear from you and what you think. And most importantly, which side you're on. Obviously mine though, right? Obviously not. They're on Team Buster with this one. Send us your voice notes and emails with an explanation of why you're a myth truster or myth buster when it comes to whether there is really life on Mars. All you have to do is ask your grown-ups to help you email us your voice notes or thoughts to hello at bustortrust.com or to comment on our Spotify Q&A. Tell us your name, age, what you think all the evidence means and please, please make sure your grown-ups give us permission to use your voice notes or emails in our next episode. We won't always be able to use all of them. But we do love to hear them. And here are some thoughts from you lot, our chief detectives, on the last few episodes. We have had this Apple review from Anderson, aged 11. And Anderson says, This podcast is awesome. So interactive. I live in Nova Scotia, Canada, too. Sometimes I'm a truster and sometimes I'm a buster. Super fun podcast to listen to straight up or as background audio. 10 out of 10 recommend. Keep going strong. Love it. Ah, thanks, Anderson. That is really, really nice. Um, Especially the bit where you said sometimes I'm a truster. That was my favourite bit. But thank you for your review. Oh, my favourite bit was when he said sometimes I'm a buster. 
Hi, my name's Easton. I'm six, and I am a myth truster on Amelia Earhart, and I trust these people are real, and she knows better, so to land on land and not water. And then she was up in the sky, there must have been clouds. So she didn't know that there was actually going to be these um, fighters there. Then she just landed there. And she saw part of it. And then she landed there. But then there were soldiers that caught her and then brought them to jail. Bye. Ah, oh, Easton, welcome to Team Truster, but what a brilliant theory. You're right, she was a very, very skilled pilot, so she would have been able to seek out some sort of land to land the plane on. That makes a lot of sense. And then she almost certainly must have been captured, and that's why she disappeared. Really, really good listening to all of the evidence. Well done, great chief detective work. Whilst I have to say I am still a buster... I do think Easton did an amazing job looking at all the evidence and I can't argue with him. You know, that's my favourite bit of the show, hearing their thoughts. We make a great team. Ah, me too. And if you enjoyed the show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or Amazon Music or wherever you listen to your podcasts for more great episodes. We love to hear what you think, so please do rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It helps more detectives find bust or trust. We'll even read some of the reviews out on the show. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time for more Bust or Trust. Hey, Athena, uh, can you help me with your Mars facts? Of course, Tiernan. What's up? Well, there seems to be lots of films and songs and radio about Mars, which I find weird because it should only be books. I don't understand. Why is that? Because it's known as the Red Planet. Get it? Red? Read? Red? Red, red? Give me that brochure. Maybe if I move to Mars, I can escape your jokes. <laughs> <laughs>